You are listening to episode 129 of the Redefine the Hustle podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 129, Redefining How I Cope With Stress. I'm your host, Suze, a growth mindset and productivity coach for music industry professionals. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you something only my most inner circle knows about me and why I've kept it hidden for so long. I'm also going to share three ways that I cope with stress that may feel a little counterintuitive, but they work. And I think one of the things that stresses many of us out the most is that struggle between wanting to be seen, heard, understood, and wanting to hide under the covers and never talk about ourselves ever. It's that battle of wanting to share our creations with our audience and having that connection, but also run from the discomfort of having to be vulnerable and feeling like we're hawking counterfeit watches and handbags. That's right, this week's episode is brought to you by my friend and fellow career coach, Katie Zaccardi, as she's going to be hosting a free workshop for my audience on Wednesday, October 12th at 4 p.m. Eastern. And in this workshop, she's going to help you overcome this exact stress with her visibility prescription. Katie is an expert when it comes to building communities with engaging audiences that not only support your music, but your bottom line as well. She will help you find your super fans and show you the simple tried and true ways to engage them by helping them be seen, heard, and understood. It's all going down next Wednesday and I'll be there co-hosting. So be sure to sign up for free using the link below in the show notes. I'm so excited to be joining her to help you wash away even more stress as you build your business. Now, in the meantime, it's time for me to stop running from discomfort and share with you something that I rarely share with anyone outside my closest circle of friends. I mean, I even have family members that don't know this about me. But I feel it's important to share not only to help some of you who might be dealing with something similar, but also help me let go of the shame I've held around one of the ways that I've relied on coping with stress since I was in junior high. Since my early adolescence, I've dealt with trichotillomania. Yeah, it's a mouthful to say or spell. And for those of you who don't know what it is, it's a picking disorder where you might pick your skin, your nails, your hair, and pretty much anything you can get your fingers on as a way to cope with stress and anxiety. Now, when you get right down to it, it is a form of mutilation to your body. And most people don't even notice it until you point it out, which is why I never really told anybody. I don't want people noticing me do it or looking for where I may have picked or what I may have picked. Now, it doesn't hurt, but much like when people cut, it does feel like this big release of any feelings that maybe I haven't expressed or stress that might have been building up inside of me. And when I was younger, it was the only way I knew how to release those feelings. It was much worse back then. Uh, to the point where I had almost pulled out all of my eyebrow hairs and I started working on my eyelashes next. And thank God for eyebrow pencils and eyeliner. I'm also incredibly grateful that I did not go to school when they had cell phones and social media. Now, over the years in my adult life, therapy has helped tremendously and I've learned ways to decrease what was once an automatic tick 
to manage my stress and learn new ways on how to cope. And many of you already know that I have chronic Lyme disease. And when I get stressed, my symptoms are magnified. So over the years, I've also learned how to cope with stress in order to not send myself into a painful relapse. I've spent decades trying to find the best ways to cope with my stress. Sometimes I've been successful and other times I've been more self-destructive. It's been a journey and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. Anxiety disorders and chronic illnesses are just some of the things that we all contend with in addition to the daily stresses, not to mention the global stresses going on around us on a daily basis, affecting all of us on various levels. So how can we cope in ways that are more successful than self-destructive? Well, here are three ways that I've learned to successfully deal with stress. And I'll be honest, I don't always remember to implement these things because they do sometimes feel counterintuitive. But when I manage to hit pause and go into that toolbox, these are the tried and true methods that I know I can rely on. The first is to slow down and do less. Sounds simple, right? But stress makes us feel as if everything is urgent and everything needs to be done by us, right? If we're the only ones who can do this thing or we're the only ones that matter to show up at something or we're the only ones that can, you know, be there for somebody else, right? And stress has a way of making us believe that, that we are the only ones who can carry out these tasks and they have to be done now. Now I'm going to share later on in this episode my redefining moment of the week and how I once again proved to myself that that's just simply not true. So when things get stressful, do less. Knock things off your plate that aren't 1000% your topmost priorities. Now most things, if you really push yourself to be honest with them, can wait. Now the next tool is to focus less on what's causing the stress and more about the reaction that you're having. Now let me explain that one. This to me feels totally counterintuitive. I'm obsessed with motive, why something happened, why someone behaved a certain way, what caused something or someone to react. Now it's great for solving crime, but it doesn't really help my anxiety. My therapist recently asked me what I say to myself when my trichotillomania comes back and I proudly said that I say, this is not a big deal. Why are you stressing over this? I mean, that sounded like the right thing to say to myself, right? But he reminded me that what caused it, however big or small that stress was, doesn't matter. What matters is that I had this reaction. So it's important to acknowledge that it's happening and embrace the piece of myself that felt it was necessary to react in that way. Holding on to the shame or belittling myself for reacting in that way is not going to help because there's something deep inside of me that believes in taking that action is a way to protect me, it's a way to cope. So instead, thank it, thank it for showing up, thank it for doing what it thought was the right thing, but then ask it to move along because I've got this, I'm going to be okay, and I have other ways now to handle that stress. All it was doing was trying to protect me the best way that it knew how, and now I know better. Focusing on the reaction and acknowledging that it's happened actually helps me stop and regroup. Nothing ever goes away by ignoring it. Now the third way to cope with stress is to put your energy on something other than yourself. Again, it can feel kind of counterintuitive because stress makes us want to turn more inward and solve something about ourselves or improve something about ourselves so that we can handle the stress. Do you ever feel that way? 
but sometimes it's best to pivot and go put more good out there in the world. Walk away from what's causing you stress and go find some perspective. The other day I stepped away from my computer and I sat down and did a puzzle with my grandma who lives next door. At first I was kind of panicking inside, watching the clock and feeling like I was self-sabotaging. But a few minutes later I was able to relax and realize how small my stress was and that in the bigger picture of things, I was never going to get this time back with my grandma. It was more important to be there than at home stressing about something that really could wait and that I likely had no control over anyway. So what do you think? Have you tried any of those tactics before? Are some of them new to you? Do some of them feel completely at odds with your instincts on how to cope with stress? Let me know what you think in the comments below this video. Now I wanna wrap things up with my redefining moment of the week that I alluded to just earlier on in this episode. For many of us perfectionists out there and many of us driven entrepreneurs, taking things off your plate can feel like forfeiting a game or admitting that you can't handle things. Maybe you can't. And then again, maybe you just don't need to. It's all in the way we choose to look at it. This past week, I was juggling three classes as I finish out my final year in getting my master's in social work. I had to work 15 hours of field work, AKA an internship, as I need a certain amount of hours logged in to take my licensing exam. And I also had my career as the Rockstar Advocate. In addition, I also had family members visiting from out of town, and I had a relative that came down with COVID who needed some extra support. Now, my trichotillomania was starting to come back, and my Lyme systems were kicking back up, but I needed to hit pause before I completely unraveled. I looked at my list of things to do, and I decided I wasn't going to be handing in any assignments for class that week. Now, for some of you, you're like, yeah, so what? But for me, I never didn't do an assignment, but in the long run, I had to realize that a licensed clinician with an A is the same as a licensed clinician with a B. So I emailed my professors to let them know to not expect any assignments from me this week. Now they all understood and even offered an extension on the work, but I had to pause for a minute. Say was an extension really knocking something off my plate. So after a lot of consideration, took a deep breath in, sat in the discomfort, and finally emailed them back and said, thanks, but I'll take the zeros. Felt a little uncomfortable, but honestly, I also never felt better. I also said no on to all social invitations for the weekend. I sat in bed, watched a full day of Disney movies, and sat on my computer and caught up on some work while I ordered takeout. It was a pretty awesome weekend, I gotta say. The lesson here is to do what you need to do and not what everyone is asking you to do. You get to decide what's urgent and important, not the other way around. Thanks so much for tuning in and be sure to tell me in the comments a tool or a tactic that you will commit to for coping better with your stress in the weeks to come. See you next week. Take care.